Can you feel it, Sloots? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which, for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they are staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post-party struggles? I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage of my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is Taste Salud. Say goodbye to the Sunday scaries with Taste Salud's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town And we had a night or two on the town. And how I felt, honestly, come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taste Salute religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salud knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized. I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor, but you got to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and... They even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and Strawberry Margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at TaySalud.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with TaySalud. Hey, 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 how are my best girlfriends? Hi, everybody. I am in a fucking mood today. Um, I am recording from WTF Media Studios. As you know, a Black-owned studio located in upscale Soho, New York. I don't fucking fit in here. I can tell you that right now. You know who does fit in? My Birkin. Okay. She fucking fits in here. Um, She is uh, joining us today. She won't be talking. Some know her as Celeste. I like to call her Miss B. But I have a very different type of episode for you guys this week. And I will explain why. But before that, I'm going to talk about myself. Because it's my fucking show. And I'm in the mood. And I know everyone is dying for an update. I don't have too many updates, actually, which is rare for me, which means my life is going very, very well. It's when I come in here with 50 updates that you guys should be worried about my mental health. 
I don't have too many. The only thing is I was, this has actually happened twice now. (laughs) My God. I was brushing my hair and I just put dry shampoo in it. And I was looking in the mirror and I was like, holy fuck, I have a gray hair. Abuela Sophia, you can all fucking just start calling me that. At 30, that's where you are. You're a fucking grandma. But it ended up just being the dry shampoo. Thank God. And <laughs> oh my No, but I was freaking the fuck out. Not that I should because aging is natural and healthy and it happens to everyone and we should embrace it and love it. I just didn't think it was going to come that soon and be that scary. Okay, it took me aback. Then, if you guys are watching me on YouTube, I am wearing silver hoops right now. And again, was looking in the mirror playing with my hair. I saw something silver. And then I knew for a fucking fact, I'm starting to get gray hair. Nope. It was this silver hoop earring underneath my hair. So I'm losing my fucking mind. I feel like I'm under attack. Gray hairs fucking everywhere. They're going to pop out at any moment. But uh, that's, I guess that's turning 30. You guys, that's the real fear is the gray hair. And I understand people like start getting gray hair at any age, you know, some people get it in high school, I've heard, and you can always dye it so it doesn't fucking matter. And you know what? Just to make a statement, I'm going to rock it. When I start getting gray hair, I'm going to rock every single strand of that hair when I'm 80 years old because I'm not doing that right now. Uh, Oh, the only other update I have is I went to a dinner the other day and it was the most awkward dinner of my entire life. I said something that I shouldn't have. And hear me out, it is very hard to make me feel uncomfortable, right? Like to sit at a dinner table and feel awkward, that rarely happens to me. Like if there's awkward silence, I either don't care or I just start running my mouth. Hi, hence why I have a fucking podcast. But we were ordering food and somehow we started talking about octopus, okay? Because a bunch of people ordered the octopus appetizer. It's like octopus with aioli, whatever, who gives a fuck? I am not vegan by any means, but I try. I could try harder, but I really do try. I dated a vegan for four years. I, you know, will buy beyond me. I will buy everything non, excuse me, non-dairy. Yeah, non-dairy, almond milk, like any cheese, it's all going to be vegan. I will have a steak here and there. I will eat chicken. What I will not eat is octopus. I just like, I love to contradict myself about 79 times in a row. I'll have it, I don't know, two to three times a year if it's the freshest shit ever right off the beach and I saw it being caught and I made out with it and I saw them chop it up in front of me, okay? Ooh, I'm sure vegans love to hear that little image. But if you've seen My Octopus Teacher, okay, the documentary on Netflix, 
If you can eat an octopus after that, should I I be saying octopus or octopi? Octopussy? I have a really hard time eating it. Anyways, I'm sure you guys would love me to talk about the the octopus teacher Netflix movie, but I'm not going to put you through that. They're just, they're the smartest things in the world. And I try not to. And I brought it up and it started just kind of this debate where some men at the table primarily were saying, uh, you know, that's such bullshit. We were put on this earth to eat animals. And oh my God, one guy tried to say, uh, it was already dead. So me not eating it isn't going to help the situation. I mean, guys, brain cells, let's use our brain cells. I don't have that many, but I have more than that. If you don't eat it, then they don't have as much of a need to provide it. And so they stop catching as much like, hi, okay, this podcast is not about fucking animal rights and veganism and octopus. Okay. What it's about is this heated conversation and it it wasn't heated yet. It was, we, it was fun, but we were just, we were kind of debating, but it, there were no hard feelings. And then I asked a question that I will never, ever, ever, as long as I live, ask again at a dinner table, ever. I asked the guy who was fighting me the hardest if he believed in global warming, okay? He lost his fucking shit. He lost his mind. His response to that was, I am a Republican. I voted for Trump. We're not going there. I'm not going there. Am I crazy? I mean, this is like politics aside. Am I crazy? I didn't know asking about global warming was me asking who you voted for. I don't understand. Like, that's just, it's a scientific thing. And I asked a question about it. I didn't know that I was basically being like, hi, who did you vote for? Uh, No, I asked if you believed in global warming. The whole table went dead silent. It was so fucking awkward. Moral of the story is don't ever ask someone if they believe in global warming unless you want to spice shit up. You know, in in case you're bored at dinner, then you can. But enough about me, you you guys. I'm going to make this episode about you. It's time to take care of the sleuths. It's time to take care of you. And the reason this episode is going to be very different is I actually did an episode like this once before, probably close to two years ago. That's how long it's been. And I only did it once, never to do it again. It was a dark time. And basically what it was, people are like, what kind of terrifying, depressing episode are we about to do? No, this is going to be the best shit ever because I'm in a completely different headspace. And I was like, how can I engage with the sleuths and my listeners? And I decided to have you guys call in questions so we could engage with one another. So that's what we're going to do. I I think part of the reason it was so hard is because I was going through a hard time, but also I decided to be the one to go through all of the voicemails and listen to all of the calls. And because I was in such a fucked up 
headspace. I it was like for every 100 super sweet, supportive, great calls, that one vicious, horrible, rude call just like fucking destroyed me. Okay. Now the new Sophia with her sidekick, Miss B, you can't, you can't destroy this bitch. You can't come for me. I have been through hell. I've been dragged through the mud. Sticks and stones may break my bones and words will never fucking hurt me. Okay. However, did I listen to this batch of calls? Absolutely not. (laughs) I did have my team do it. So I have not heard these before, which makes it a hundred times more scary, but also way more exciting. And If you guys know anything about my team, they fucking hate me and I don't trust them. So we're in for a real fucking treat. The only one that I know that we're going to play, I'm going to play it right now. This is one that I played on that episode that always stuck with me. It's the slew anthem. Please brace your ears, your hearts and your minds. Okay, you play the call. Hey, Sophia, I wrote a theme song <laughs> for the show. Sophia with an F, yeah, baby. Sophia with an F, we are the flute. Yeah. Um, my name is Brianna. <laughs> Love you. I- Sophia with an F. Guys, Brianna, you are a fucking goddess and I need you to come on the show. And if you have like any other songs you want to throw my way, I mean, am I allowed to turn that shit into a remix? I need to. Absolutely. So I had to bring that song back from the one episode. It's fucking incredible. I'm making it my ring back tone. But with that... Let's get in to all of your calls, okay? Hit me with the first one. Let's go. Hi, Sophia. <laughs> I hope you had a good 30th birthday. I just wanted to let you know that your brother DM me on Instagram. I'm a potential, is it sister-in-law? Sister-in-law? So maybe give me a follow or something. <laughs> okay um you know what this would be the first call that i got this would be the first fucking call that i got uh yeah this one just kind of threw me for a loop i wasn't expecting this one to be the first one i was kind of expecting more like advice you know uh lucas if you're listening which i know he doesn't because he's very rude but i love him to death you know what? Actually, fuck Lucas. Love you. But to this girl, I need to know how my brother slid in. That's what I need to fucking know. Because as his older sister, okay, and his only sibling, he better have slid in with some fucking game. Because if he slid in with just like a, hey, what's up? Oh my God, or something sexual. I could see him doing that. Don't tell me what he said because I will throw up, but I could see him doing that. Whatever he did, I need to fucking know. I mean, he's 18. Also, I would just like to point out, and let's keep this on the DL, I'm pretty sure he has 
a girlfriend right now. So that just put his shit on blast. Do we think that this girl that wrote in, this listener, was a fan of the show before she met my brother or after? Um, I'm thinking before. Okay. So honestly, my brother owes me a lot because I'm out here getting him bitches left and right. Period. He's using me. But also, is this girl using him for clout? Uh, ooh. Which is completely fine. I'm sure he doesn't care as long as, you know, you guys are going to hook up or whatever. I'm sure clout is completely fine. But either way, girl, I am down to follow you. Once you're closer to my sister-in-law, I don't know the situation. I will ask my brother. Okay, let's listen to our next caller. Hi, Sophia. I love you and I love the show and I respond to all of your Insta stories like they're meant for me, even though you actually like never respond or open them. It's totally fine. I will continue to do that. Um, I just wanted to give everyone a little life hack. This was when I was a former crazy bitch. Yeah. So one time um, my ex-boyfriend, he was my boyfriend at the time. Um, we shared uh, locations with each other, and he told me that he was at this guy's house, like, watching a game or something, and I, like, always had such a bad feeling about this one girl, um, and I found that out because he was, like, liking her Insta pics. Like, he didn't mention her, nothing like that. I didn't see, like, them texting. Um, so, anyway, so he's at this guy's house, and I just had a weird feeling, so I Googled the address. And I think I went to like Zillow or Realtor.com or something. I went Love to like me some Zillow. a Realtor website that had the house listed. And I was able to figure out the last name of, of whoever owns the house and match it to her last name. It was her parents' house. So he was hooking up with her at her parents' house and lying about it. Oh, so yeah, so if you want to catch someone and you see their their address or wherever they are, their location is at a random house. Um, figure out who owns the house. Love you. Goodbye. What the fuck did I just hear? She pulled her badge the fuck out. This girl is. I will never, ever, ever not respond to your DM for as long as I live. You are. This is fucking brilliant. Brill, capital B. Holy shit. So let me understand this correctly. She shared locations with her boyfriend and she had a bad feeling about this girl because he was liking her pictures on Instagram. But you know what she said? Had a bad feeling about the girl, but not about him. You know what? Thank you for fucking pointing that out. Had a bad feeling about the girl, but not about him. You should have a bad feeling about the guy for liking her picture. The fuck? Right? She doesn't even know anything about this girl. She's single. Right. As far as you know, your boyfriend is telling this girl that like you died yesterday and your funeral is tomorrow (laughs) just so we can get her pussy. You can't be mad at the girl like that. You got to be mad at your boyfriend. Absolutely. However... You're fucking smart. That's a, that's a smart move. So if you're sharing locations and he tells you he's at fucking, I don't know, friend's house, hospital, grandma's house, at the park, you look it up, 
type that shit into Zillow, you see who owns the house, and then you can potentially link up the names and figure out who the fuck lives there. And it it was this girl's parents' house. All she needed to know was the girl's last name. Oh my God. In conclusion, don't put your last name on your Instagram. Yes, everyone. I love how we're like, don't be shady, but be shady. Take your last name off your Instagram so you never get caught. Right? Right. That's actually really fucking smart, you guys. If you're out here being shady and just sliding into DMs like my brother, uh, take the last name off. Does he have his last name on in, in his Instagram? Yeah. Oh. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not after I heard these past two calls. But I mean, this is fucking crazy. Who knew Zillow could be used for more than just looking up <clears throat> how much a house costs and deciding if you want to go there or not? I love this. It's like, instead of doing what I used to do back in the day and do a drive-by and just see if there's a weird car there or try and like peek in a window, you can do this from the comfort of your own home. Period. Glass of wine, laptop in your lap. Like you don't give a fuck. This is, this is, we're making strides and we are progressing, you know, as a culture and as a society. This is fucking great. And you know what's even cooler is my mom uh, does do real estate. And so she has access to the MLS. And if you don't know what the MLS is, you don't need to know. But basically, I can see all the details for everybody. The owner, the fucking exact address when they bought the house, how much it is. There's probably other shit in there. And I would be lying if I said I did not have my mom look up my ex on the MLS to confirm that he wasn't a serial killer and actually owned his home. True story. I can talk about that a different time. Excited about this one, guys. I'm getting in my grown woman bag. I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm, not the move. The move is high quality thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set. You'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones, aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy, I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now, I'll let y'all know when Sleuth's giving dinner is because I am prepared. 
So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old, rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA. All right, <laughs> next caller. Hey, yo, I got a question. As someone who's literally paid to travel around the world and talk about relationship sex advice and whatever, from your personal experience or just from your point of view, do you feel like the hookup culture is universal all around or is there really a dis- distinct difference between, let's say, living in the Bay Area, living in New York or like in Italy, is there anything really different or for the most part, it's the same thing, guys still try to fuck with girls and girls try to fuck guys for money, stuff like that. I don't know, this is my question. Thank you. Okay. I love me a male caller. We we fucking love that shit. Uh, I can't answer your question until I do a little backup. Did he say I get paid to travel? That's what I heard. What is that? What does that mean to you? How would you interpret that? He's a sloop. Like a like I like I tag know. my sponsor shit in mm-hmm. Dubai shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm getting people are shitting on my chest for a thousand dollars. My sponsors like on the yacht. Okay, well that's not what I do, but I do a version of it. <laughs> <laughs> I do not get paid to travel, okay? What I get paid to do is work and <laughs> me trying to like not get into the hierarchy of hoeing, which if you guys listen to Horrible Decisions, you have heard that term before, best podcast ever. Uh, the hierarchy of ho- hoeing. I don't judge girls who get paid to go on trips. I would say my situation's a little bit different. I've only had boyfriends pay for my trips. Okay? Is that the same shit? Miss V has, mm, I think, absolutely paid to go on a trip. I mean, look at her. A thousand fucking percent. But anyways, um, yes, I just, I wanted to clarify, I don't get paid to travel in that way. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Then there was another thing that stuck out to me is... Your definition of hookup culture. Men wanting to fuck girls and girls wanting to fuck guys for money. Why did we add the for money for the girls? That that didn't really make sense to me. I mean, when I think hookup culture, it means casual sex is embraced. One night stands are embraced without an emotional attachment. Like you guys don't need to be attached to each other. It's fucking casual. That's what hookup culture is. So I don't know where uh, girls fucking guys for money came into, but to your question, is hookup culture the same everywhere in the world? Short answer is yes. There obviously are exceptions. Any place that is extremely conservative 
But for the most part, hookup culture is everywhere, okay? You mentioned the Bay Area, New York, and Italy. I have lived in both New York and the Bay Area. I've, I'm not, I mean, I've traveled to Italy. I, but actually, I have really close friends in Italy that talk to me about like the dating scene there. And uh, yeah, everyone, everyone is all about the hookup culture in those places. And they're down to do it casually, okay? <sighs> I think I answered that question. I'm pretty sure I did. But, oh, quickly, oh my God, tangent after tangent, just bear with me. There are just certain countries where the men are sexier, okay? Italy is absolutely one of them. And I think because of that, they are very much into the casual sex hookup culture. And they're also just a lot more romantic about it. Like they're shady as fuck. They're shady as fuck. And I know that firsthand, okay? My mom's from Argentina. One of my best friends dated this guy from Argentina. And she said, uh, I will never date a guy from Argentina ever again. They are so shady and evil. But <laughs> the generalizations I do, not all of them, just some of them. But uh, they're, they're, they like to woo their women. And they'll do whatever it takes to get you. But then they'll fucking cheat on you. Uh, is it that much different from the States? I don't fucking know. Anyways, let's get the next call in. Hi, Sophia, you little slurp queen. <laughs> I love you so much. I just wanted to call in and basically tell you that. And um, yeah, just, you know, say hi. My name is Ellie. My kid is in the car and he just heard me say slurp queen, but it's okay because he doesn't talk yet. So anyways, I love you. Talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs> so she just called in to say hi and call me a slurp queen. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> first of all, I'm extremely flattered. I don't know if I've never been called a slurp queen before. I hope what she means is I give a mean blow job. What I hope she doesn't mean is the few instances where I've sucked a dick and thrown up on it and then slurped it back up. Because I have talked about that <laughs> recently. Girl, it better be the former and not the latter. But I love Slurp Queen. Also, the fact that your kid is in the car. You know how um, parents will play, I mean, not Puff the Magic Dragon. Is that a movie? Is that a fucking show or a book? Or like uh, the wheels on the bus go round and round. You know, parents will play like child shit in the car or some parents will play classical music because it's supposed to help the development of the kid's brain and make them smarter. No, this mom, kudos to you because having your kid listen to my show and saying things like slurp queen around him, he is going to be, and I just made up the gender of the kid. They are going to be so much more well-equipped for the world listening to me and listening to their mama. Bottom line, okay? They're going to know how to scam men, scam women. They're going to know how to get away with cheating. They're going to know how to finesse, manipulate. I mean, if you want to adopt me, Ellie, absolutely. I would love that. I can't wait to see your kid grow up. Okay, next call. Hey, Sophia. So a few podcasts ago or episodes ago on the podcast, you mentioned that you were taking Adderall. And I know this might be super personal, but that was a really enlightening thing for you to say. I really felt 
seen and that you really destigmatize ADHD and the use of medication. And I don't know if you would feel open to sharing more about, yeah, like your own diagnosis um, with having ADHD or, or why you take Adderall. I was diagnosed a couple of years ago and um, I'm currently not medicated for it, but it, it definitely was something that was kind of shameful for me. And I would just love to hear, yeah, you use your platform to kind of demystify, like, what's the reality of, like, being neurodivergent. I love you so much, and I so hope to God that this makes it on the show, or at least you talk about it in the coming podcast. Love you, bitch. Okay, this is a really good one and very different from all the ones we just fucking had. Right. A little swerve. Um, Well, first thing I want to say is, are you from Canada? Because I swear to God, I heard an about in there. I don't know. But that that actually wasn't the first thing I want to say. Real first thing I wanted to say is it makes me so fucking happy that I was able to help you feel seen and that I helped destigmatize ADHD and taking Adderall, which is really crazy to me because I talk about things very openly and I don't realize that by talking about them so open and honestly that I do destigmatize certain things, you know? And I also sometimes don't realize what things need to be destigmatized. Cuz uh, if you hang out with me and my fucking wild group motley crew of friends, if Adderall is brought up, no one bats an eyelash, you know? If a mental disorder is brought up, no one bats an eyelash, but I understand that a lot of people don't, you know, surround themselves or just not in a group of people that are maybe as liberated or as understanding and what have you. So that is really the best compliment I could ever receive. And I'm so happy I was able to do that for you. I do try to destigmatize as much as I can, though, whether it's conversations surrounding sex, mental health, what have you. I I do really, really try because the reality is these things exist and we all have our shit and, you know, surrounding those things with shame or whatever else, it's it's not helping anybody. It's fucking bullshit. And I don't give a fuck and I'm done with it. Also, again, I happen to hang out with a fabulous group of people who think Adderall is a fucking tic-tac. That is not to say Adderall should be taken as that. It can be very fucking dangerous. And I'm going to tell my journey with Adderall right now. So the first time I took Adderall, I think I was like mm, junior in high school, something like that. Maybe it was Vyvanse, whatever, same shit. And I remember sitting in computer class and I remember listening to Kid Cudi, my arch nemesis. Uh, That's a story for another time as well. But I remember listening to Kid Cudi, Man on the Moon. And I remember like the music and everything felt so fucking amazing. And I loved it. And I was like, holy shit, I want to take this shit forever. I was not prescribed it, by the way. I was just, my friend just gave it to me. I decided to try it. Then I like got over it. I moved on to really cute things like selling Coke out of a drive-thru window and smoking Oxycontin with some of the older girls. I was just really the best kid. (laughs) 
I, yes, I understand. I said that very casual, but it is true, but I grew out of it. Maybe there were like one or two times in college I took Adderall for a college exam. And then that was it. And then I saw a doctor and she did this test and she prescribed me Adderall. By the way, my, both my mom and my brother are prescribed it. Well, they were diagnosed with ADHD. I don't know if they take their medication, but I'm going to preface this by saying ADHD is 100% absolutely without a doubt a real thing. What I'm saying is I don't feel that I have ADHD. I really don't. And yeah, my doctor thought I did. Um, but sometimes you know better than your doctor and that's the fucking truth. But I got the prescription. I started taking it just kind of like on and off for years. And then I really like started to ramp it up this, the past three to four years when I started having to work 60, 70 hours a week. Okay. And then I started to realize like, oh, this is kind of not that fun and it's not working as well. And then you want to hire dose and da, 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 da. So then I stopped taking it for a while. And now I'm in a much better place taking it. But I can't say that the way I take Adderall is the healthiest thing in the whole world. And I think what I mean by that is there has been some kind of dependency that's developed on it. I don't take it every day. I don't take more than I'm supposed to, but I would be lying if there weren't multiple days where I wake up and I think to myself, I can't get through today without Adderall or I have work to do today. I need Adderall or I have a fucking hard workout I need to do. I need Adderall. Like, there has been some kind of dependency that's been happening and I'm still working through it and it's fucking hard to do. And, and I'm still, I'm still in that journey. So if anyone has any tips, please let me know. I, I've gotten a lot better. I can say that. We're not looking for perfection. We're looking for progress. Okay, everyone. I've started taking pre-workout before a workout coffee all day long. Like I'm doing little things. I take it way less than I used to. And that that's kind of been my journey with Adderall. So there you guys go. Um, I hope my honest, my honest story about my Adderall habits helps you and helped you and helped anyone listening. If you guys are like dealing with that shit, you are not alone. If I could throw a rock outside of my window in New York, it's 80% chance it's going to hit someone who's taking Adderall, whether they're prescribed it or not. Okay. A lot of people take it. Some people need it. Some people don't, but there is no reason to feel ashamed or different for being neurodivergent. Like you said, big word. I like that word. There's no reason to feel bad about that ever, 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 ever. Okay. And as much as I joke about things, I do. It's like you do have to be aware of the dangers that come with taking prescription pills or any drug or alcohol or uh, 
sex without a condom or anything else in the world, okay? Let me just stop myself before I fucking spiral out of control. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, whiter, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb, so whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Next caller. Let's get it. Hey, Sophia. I have a question for you. I was hooking up with a guy. Okay, this is like my on and off situationship. And he starts to like nibble on my ear, I guess you would say. And I'm like, I'm into that. I like that. I go, okay, keep going. I don't like that. I'm ticklish. So he turns my head and he starts going like in on my ear. Like he is eating my ear out like a fucking pussy. <laughs> He's like cleaning my ear out like two monkeys and like it's his turn to give me a bath and i'm like kind of into it because he's never done it before so i'm like okay what is this like no one's ever made out with my ear like i'm i don't know it was it was okay for like three minutes maybe like two minutes i don't and then i start to like i'm like okay this is really weird like i'm pretty sure i have like earwax in my ear and like your I mean I don't know if that's like his thing if he likes the taste of it um so I'm like all right come back babe like yes I like ripped his head over to me 
And then we make out for a few minutes. And then he goes to my other ear and he like starts doing the same shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I've never, never encountered that before. And I'm just so, so confused. Why? Because again, I'm pretty sure I have like a buildup of earwax. So I'm like, I'm not <laughs> sure if that's what it. into. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to know if you've ever experienced anything like that or, um, or if you would be into it. Thanks, Sophia. Love you, babe. Love you, babe. Listen, I, you asked if I've dealt with this personally. Does that make it a wet willy? <laughs> <laughs> Do you get fucking swimmer's ear? Can you get swimmer's ear from that? Is there that much saliva? I mean, like, be careful. Because she said two minutes. That's a long fucking time. That's a long. And what is she supposed to do? Right. What is she doing? Holding his dick? Like, I, I don't understand. Like, okay, listen. Have I had a guy go for the ear? Yes. This is how I feel about it. Yomi's going to yell at me. Because I do think, I do think in certain instances, it can be hot. And the reason I'm saying that is because just recently, this guy, okay, we do freaky, crazy shit. Stuff that I've never done before. And it's like one of those things where nothing is off limits, which can be really fucking fun. Mm -hmm. And he has gone for the ear and it's turned me on. Do I get ticklish at a certain point? Do I think, okay, let's move away from the ear canal, you know? But I would like, I would tell him to stop after 30 seconds probably yeah. to one minute. He also likes it if I do it to him. Mm -hmm. So girlfriend, if you want to keep this guy around, you should absolutely do it back to him. A lot of times when a guy keeps doing something to you over and over and over and acts like really into it, Sometimes that means they want you to do it back to them. Sometimes. Maybe he's fucking just crazy about ears and has a fetish for them. You know what I was thinking about? Eating ass and eating ear. Yeah. Is there, like, what is the difference there? You're licking up earwax, asshole. You're licking up some residue of what we know comes out of a butthole, okay? Mm -hmm. And she was wondering, does he like that? Like, does he like that aspect of it? The earwax, like the grime, the dirty. That's your answer. If he eats your ass, he fucking loves himself some earwax. Right. He wants to spread that shit on toast. He loves it. He wants to, the shit between your toes. You should never shower ever again for the rest of your life, girlfriend. But- I sometimes wonder when guys eat ass, does some of the reason, do they want to do it to taste a little poopy? <laughs> the way you looked at me. <laughs> Yomi? I wasn't ready I know for you, that one. I know you. <laughs> Hell yeah, they like it. So but they, it, obviously, but it's obviously like aesthetically pleasing for like of course right but, but you don't think they're secretly it comes with a price okay but this is the thing it's aesthetically pleasing they're dirty and doing something dirty makes them horny and turns them on yeah but does it also turn them on if they can taste a little duty 
<laughs> I'm literally talking about feces like I am in I think in it depends. I think you have to, if you eat ass, you have to be okay with that. I know I know you have to be okay with it, but do they enjoy prefer it? Like if they could have a girl right out right out of the shower cuz I think a guy would prefer a girl who just took a shit and not one that just got out of the shower. I'm going to do a poll. We're going to get to the bottom of this. I'm going to ask every fucking dirty ass guy I know. And I'm going to get back to you guys. Oh, girl. But um, some some women love to eat ass. Yes, they do. I mean, I've done it. I mean, but do you love it? I It depends on the person. This is what I've realized. Okay. You will start to love shit with the right person. No pun. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you will start to like shit with the right person. Yep, you will. And and that's a fact. It's like if you meet a guy and the se- or a girl and the sex is fucking incredible and you guys are just pulling down each other's walls and you're trying everything, Miss B, don't get jealous, okay? You know I'm going to be doing shit with you later. You're my number one. But girl, back Back to your fucking question. I could just sit here for hours, you guys. Uh, Yes, I've had a guy do that to me. I think a lot of men do it. I would not be okay with it if a guy tried to do that on a first date or like the first few times hooking up. If it's later on and you guys are very comfortable and you want to try some new shit, it's like, let him live a little. Try licking his ear and see how he responds. And if it really fucking bothers you, just scream, oh my God, that tickles. And he'll he'll get it. And he'll probably stop. Okay. Wow. We went from fucking licking an ear to eating ass to me going to jail for giving a blowjob. That was really fun. Okay. Next caller, please. Hey, Sophia. Love and listen to the pod all the time. I'm calling because I need some advice for sure for your fellow flute. I was wondering, I guess, any advice that you would give for self-sabotaging? Um, I'm in a recent and new relationship. I'm not much of a relationship girl, but I've been dating someone for six months, and I feel like I just keep thinking or finding excuses to leave this guy that's just been so caring so giving so nice like i guess just advice on that anything that you can give love your opinion love the pod um thanks so much self-sabotaging my favorite pastime i am a veteran i am an expert uh this is the thing what i took from that question is I can't tell if this is self-sabotage, girlfriend, or if this is just you not liking this guy. She's saying it's her first relationship. She is thinking about leaving him, but he's so nice, so kind, so incredible. But do you like him? Exactly. Do you like him? Does he eat your ass? Does he eat your ass? Does he eat your ear? Does he eat your pussy? What is he eating? Do you like him? Are you sexually attracted to him? Are, do you guys have chemistry? Are there romantic feelings? Are you having nasty sex? Are you having the nastiest sex ever? Are you like, do you even like this guy? Do you even have feelings for him? Because if you don't have all of those other things, all you have is 
oh, he's super sweet and caring and kind, then you should leave. That's number one. Number two is self-sabotage, I think, is a little bit different. Self-sabotage to me is when I like a guy and for whatever reason, I try to blow shit up. Okay, that's what self-sabotage is. I mean, I'm trying to think of an example because I fucking used to do it for a living when I was very toxic. I'm a little bit healthier now, but starting a fight for no reason. I think sometimes I'll self-sabotage because I have trust issues, you know, daddy issues probably. And I just all self-sabotage because I'm like, "Mm, no, this is too good to be true or this person's going to abandon me at some point or what have you. At the end of the day, I really, really like this person. I just want to blow shit up and maybe I'll pretend to leave. So they chase after me like that's self-sabotage. Wanting to leave is not necessarily self-sabotage, even if they're nice, basically. And I think she said this is her first relationship. Girlfriend, I think you need to maybe like have a few more relationships and you'll understand what you like and what types of guys you want to be with and what self-sabotage is. Okay. Okay, great. Next caller. Sophia, I hope you know when I get blacked out, I start talking like you. (laughs) Like other people have names for their alter ego, but I straight up just become you. And (laughs) it's like the most bizarre thing. But I just wanted to let you know um, your influence, like, travels on into my blacked out state. Um, but I love you in your show, and for I carry your love with me when I'm blacked out. But anyways, bye. I want to hear it. Tell her to send you a DM. Uh, I need you to DM me and send in what you sound like. I need to hear this and we need to be best friends forever. I think that is the nicest compliment I have ever received. I mean, if someone were to text me and say, hey, thinking about you in the middle of the day, take it or leave it. This girl in a blackout state is taking me, is like, is thinking of me and taking me with her in spirit (laughs) and my love and my influence in a blackout. That, I mean, that's fucking true love, girl. True love. I would die to hear how she sounds blackout with my voice. We are about to call. I don't know if this is legal or loud or if she even wants me to call, but here we go. Okay, I got to do a star six, seven. I remember how to do this shit. I start saying her number out loud. Four, four. Okay. Oh my God. I really hope she answers. She's gonna be like, what the f is it star six seven or star six nine? Hello? Hello? Hi, this is Sophia Franklin. Did you by any chance call in um a voicemail? Oh my God, wait, what? This is like freaking me out. No. 
Okay, I don't even know if this is allowed legally or what, but yeah. I listened to your voicemail. I was dying. I'm fucking obsessed with you. I was like crying laughing. Oh my god, you too. No, you're you're the only person I've called and like I've never done oh something like this god. before. Yes. I wanted to ask you if you would be willing to do like an impression, like a Sophia blackout type of thing, like whatever you do in your blackout. How do you talk like me? <laughs> well, for starters, I just drag out like every single word. <laughs> it is the funniest thing because people like, told me, they're like, you sound like Sophia Franklin. <laughs> I'm like, do I? Dude, just right there, you sounded like it. You're like, do I? No, and I literally, I say, like, if someone's, like, telling me something and I'm just, like, super fucked up, I'm like, <laughs> listen, like, it's honestly, it's not something we need to worry about. <laughs> Get your shit together because this is just fucking bullshit. And, like, I'll just start rambling on. But, like, honestly, the one thing, oh, okay, this is the thing I do. Okay. Oh, my God. The amount of times I go, okay. That was insane. You like you literally sound exactly like me. And you just did that shit on the spot. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're coming on a podcast episode. Like that's it. You are oh, fucking that's it oh my god you're pointing I say that all the time too you are fucking hilarious I am so excited I have you on the phone um I want to send you like some merch for doing that because you're the cutest yes I'm going to text you and we are going to figure something out but that was hilarious Oh my god! I honestly just think you're so amazing, and just like you're just like a boss bitch businesswoman, and you're just like I don't know, like you're just such a good role model for like so many oh of my these young god. girls. Okay, I'm literally getting emotional and want to cry. I was not expecting that. Thank you so much. That really, really means like the world to me beyond. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much for reaching out. I saw no caller ID. I was like, is someone fucking prank calling me? No, I, I knew when you answered and you didn't say shit. I'm like, okay, she she knows what's up. I do the exact same thing. No, I heard your voicemail and I was fucking, I thought it was so funny and I loved it so much, but I love you, and you know what? I feel comfortable saying that because I fucking do. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. (sighs) Well, if I am your alter ego in your blackout, please be very, very careful because Sophia blackout hasn't happened for a while. Very scary, okay? I'm talking getting in physical altercations, all sorts of trouble. One thousand percent. You don't think I've thrown hands? Sophia. My valley girl voice saying <laughs> throw hands. No, I 100% have gotten in fights before with girls. I always pull the hair, though. That's all I know how to do is pull the hair. <laughs> okay. And was, then my friend. That like, was my next question. Yeah. Thanks for answering it. That's all I know. I'm going to learn how to throw a punch. But yeah, I've fucking gotten in fights with some girls before. A thousand percent. Um, I love you, girl. That makes me so happy that I'm just, I'm with you in spirit every time you get blackout. (laughs) 
Sleuths, the weather is getting hotter and hotter, and so am I. And you know what that means? It's time to be outside constantly. I am here to present and invite you to Live Nation Concert Week. From now until May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette. Oh my God, the flashback, the nostalgia, Cage the Elephant, and so many more for way less. Seriously, this might be the best deal I've ever come across. What is better than getting ready with your friends to the music you are about to see live and then meeting a cute guy at the show and dancing the night away on a warm summer night? There is literally nothing better than that. I know I will be in attendance for sure. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Look, you've had a long day. Your boss is annoying you. Your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do. And your sibling is asking you for money. That's like an everyday thing for me. While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in, in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration and a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything. Luckily for you, our friends over at DoorDash have you covered. If you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostest ready, DoorDash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch. And it's convenient. Do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is? How about five of them? Exactly. Plus, the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch. You will find what you're looking for. Beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Last, is this the last one? Hello? Is this Chili's? Hello? Damn, I got the wrong number. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait, was that a, was that for real? 
Wait, was he asking for chili or for a Chili's? Ma'am, is this a Chili's? Please play it again, please. Hello? <laughs> is this Chili's? Hello? <laughs> Damn, I got the wrong number. I'm fucking dead. I am dead. Why he sound like he's in his 60s? Yeah. And why does he sound serious like he's looking for a Chili's? He sounds, he sounds like he's in his 70s. And he sounds dead serious. That had to have been a prank call. That did not sound like a prank call, though. <laughs> Ma'am, this is a Chili's. Welcome to Chili's. Have you ever seen that vine? Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, no, this is not a Chili's. And fuck my team for throwing that one at me at the very end. Very funny. Um, but you guys, this was really fucking fun for me. Like the most fun I've had in a fucking while. And I wish I could do these every single day. Let me know if you loved the episode. You guys know where to find me. It's Sophia with an F, Franklin with a Y on all social media, except TikTok. There is a number zero after Sophia Franklin. I have a fucking YouTube channel that you should check out so you can see all of my reactions, okay, to these voicemails because that's half the fun. And you get to see Miss B, okay? And maybe you get to see my camel toe when I cross my legs. It's so much fucking fun. And you guys, as always, if you could share this show with any of your friends and just spread the word in any way, shape, or form, it helps me so, so, so fucking much. And with that, I love you and I will see you next week. Bye.